What's up everyone, Nate here with Good Morning Liberty. We normally do a July 4th episode every single year. The last couple of years, we've read through the Declaration of Independence and given our thoughts on that amazing, amazing document. This year, we're not able to do it, but I wanted to give you guys our previous couple years of read-throughs of the Declaration of Independence. You can listen to them if you are wanting some liberty goodness today. Then you can listen through from 2019. And then the next episode will be from 2020. So I'll be putting you guys straight into that conversation from 2019. And before we get into that, what I'm going to tell you guys is if you actually want to be part of the solution and you believe that part of the solution is getting the message out there and is getting these ideas out there then you can become a supporter on our patreon by going to patreon.com slash good morning liberty you want to do that you can chip in for as little as five bucks a month and we do a new episode every single day of the week when we want to you can get on there and watch live you can throw in your votes for dumb bleep of the week on friday you can throw in news stories and ideas for the show, and generally just have a good time hanging out. So go to Patreon and do that. The link is in the show notes. And then one more, if I, if, if you'll pardon me, I'll just do one more ad here, but mastermystonks.com, S-T-O-N-K-S, mastermystonks.com. That is the trading class that Charlie and I run, that we've been running now for over a year since we started it, and I've been trading for several years now, but we have a a free discord option if you want to get on there and see my trade pick of the week and you want to see some of the chat that's happening on the discord and we've got like 15 other channels with different strategies and educational advice and and all of that and i also go live every morning at 8 a.m central time 30 minutes before the market opens and do some pre-market analysis and then i stay trading live normally until at least 9 maybe 9 30 every single day so if you've ever been interested in trading, this class has got over 300 training videos all the way from you've never traded before, don't even know a word yet, to trading some of the strategies that we trade every single day. So you can go to MasterMyStonks, MasterMyStonks.com, and you can use the promo code SAVE20, S-A-V-E-2-0, SAVE20, to get 20% off your first three months. That can't be right. Yeah, it says it right here. 20% off your first three months of the class. That is a pretty sweet deal. So the best time to start trading was last week. Second best time is now. If you have ever been interested, then it's time to get going. Don't, don't waste any more time on this, okay? So no more ads or anything like that. We're going to go right into the conversation. One of them will be from 2019, the first one, and then the second episode will be from 2020. You guys have any comments or anything? Send me an email, nate at goodmorningliberty.us. Nate at goodmorningliberty.us. If you want to do that, you stay classy. I'll talk to you soon. So we can go back and forth like we did last year on some of the, the paragraphs are difficult. We've only got three paragraphs we're going to read. Last year, we went through all of the grievances um, but we'll go back and forth unless you want to read the whole thing. No. Okay. So this is America's, uh, breakup letter. It says in Congress, July 4th, 1776, the unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America 
because back then there were only 13, by the way. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. Separation. So this is this is the breakup letter that lays out why they are not only morally morally justified in separated separation but why they are morally obligated and to separate it, i love that the first paragraph is explaining that we have to declare why we're doing this like that's what he's saying like here this is why we're doing this don't get up don't get all up in your feelings okay read to the second third paragraph mr king all right do it you know read through here i'm just telling you this is why we're going to declare this. Okay. Yeah. And not only why, but it's more so of like a list of like, we have to, <laughs> because the laws of nature and of nature's God have been, have been, um, violated. We sent the King a John Deere letter and, uh, he did not react very nicely from it. Uh-uh. Nope. So they go on to say, we right here, this is the most important part to me. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. You know the thing. And you know the thing. <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> all men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. <laughs> I'm so glad we had Pretty that. Close. Pretty close. Pretty close, Joe. You're almost there. <laughs> that, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, which we obviously talk about the pursuit of meaning. I mean, you should want to be happy as much as you can, but we talk about meaning. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. So they're saying that these truths are self-evident, that we we don't even have to prove this. We don't we don't have to make the case for why it is. It's self-evident, all right, that, that all men... In fact, you have to argue why... It's not self-evident. Yeah, exactly. Which in the beginning, he talks about the laws of nature and of nature's God. And that all men are created equal. Now, obviously, heavily scrutinized little sentence right there, because obviously they own slaves at this time. Okay. So this is where you just decide that you're going to discredit the entire thing because they said all men are created equal. Now, what we said, they did not hold up to the standard at that, at that time, and it's because disgustingly they didn't consider african americans to 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 be people they didn't consider them to be in the 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 men mankind category they considered them to be they, property yeah they considered them property which or, is wrong or by the way animals or whatever completely you know? wrong but it doesn't make the statement false no it just means that we had to work to eventually live up to it and yeah. it took a hundred years for us to to eventually start living up to this Almost in the same way that we consider unborn babies fetuses. <laughs> God. <laughs> Almost. Put that in your blunt and smoke it, right? <laughs> he says they're endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. So you have rights. They cannot be taken away from you. They were given to you by your creator. They don't just say God, by the way. They know that not everyone believed in God, even at that time. What does unalienable mean? Nate, I, I, I think it 
I think it means that it cannot be uh, separated from you. It cannot be, you know, apart or cannot be removed from you or whatever. Who knows? Who knows what that is? Mm -hmm. They were obviously talking about aliens at that time, which is proof that there uh, were ancient aliens back in the 1700s, I believe is what we're talking about there. (laughs) So that among those rights that cannot be taken away from you are life, liberty, and the pursuit of, me- or pursuit of meaning, <laughs> pursuit of happiness. So they, they line out what your rights are. The fact that we're, we're all created equal and that you have rights that you were born with. And then they say, why do we have government? Why do we have a government in the first place? And it, it is to secure these rights. That is why we have the government, because you have these rights and we have to make sure that no one is going to take those rights away from you. So it says, to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That's one of my favorite, favorite lines ever. I know it's one of Charlie's too. So we institute this government, and then that government gets its power from the consent of the people that it is governing, is, is what that means. Mm-hmm. So that where whenever... Any form of government becomes destructive of these ends. It is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. So when that government is no longer protecting those rights, securing those rights for you, it is... It is the right of the people to alter or abolish that government and to institute a new tyranny. <laughs> <laughs> they did pretty well. It last, you know, it worked for a while. Right. You know, we might have to reprint this thing and put it out again and send it to Washington, D.C., right. I think, <laughs> you know. Or like Sam says, he said he could have shortened it just to send, send him a text and said, suck it, KG3. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It continues on here. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. That's a really good one. Yeah. What he's saying is, is that we shouldn't change out government for trivial means. Yeah. Yeah. but the 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 flip side of that is is that people are uh, experience shows that people are very traditional. They're tribal. They're traditional, and it's very difficult to get someone to change their mind to what they're accustomed to. That they'll they'll keep taking it as long as they can take it. Right. And they'll go until they can't take it anymore. Right. That's that that's what they mean by saying that. Uh, mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. So it, you see this all the time. I mean, it, a close at home good example is domestic abuse. Yeah. You know, you'll see women in particular that will keep going back and back and back and back and back because you, uh, we are a species that fears the unknown. And although the evils that you're suffering are terrible, um, they're not as bad as the unknown. I think that our current situation is a good example of exactly. that. I mean, Great what example. we've seen over the last hundred years or so that, yeah. okay, well, taxation, dang it. But you know, oh my I'll, God, dude, speaking of that, 
Yeah. I was watching the America's Book of Secrets on you were Netflix say last night. No. I really thought you were going to say Braveheart. No, but we can talk about that afterwards. Okay. I was watching America's Book of Secrets last night, and I skipped down because the preview showed what happened in 1933 with FDR and, and what happened with gold. Yeah. So 20 years after Federal Reserve was established and the income tax was established, um, FDR, through executive order, took it, made it illegal, by the way, illegal to own to own gold coins, gold certificates or gold bullion. And you had to turn it in and you had to turn it in at the current exchange rate back then, which was twenty dollars and thirty six cents per troy ounce. So per ounce of gold, you only got $20.36 for it. Immediately upon securing all the gold, FDR raised the price of per ounce of to $35. <laughs> Nearly doubled the price of gold as soon as it was all turned in. So you're saying the government created a shortage <laughs> and then the price spiked. And then immediately raised the price through the stroke of a pen. That made me so angry. Like, how be- did we not have riots back then? It would be and sim- how did well, we, we didn't allow- have social media. <laughs> how did we allow the government to do something like that to steal from people? I was so infuriated last night. There were so many. I mean, you know, when there's a crisis, the government takes advantage of that. You're going through the you Great could, Depression. Yeah, you just came out of a of a well, major that's the way war that they funded the the green the not the Green New Deal, but they funded <laughs> the New Deal. Yeah, is absolutely disgusting. Yep. So anyway, so back to this though, he was he's laying out that. Humans are predictable. Humans will take a lot of beating, um, and they're accustomed to that because they fear the unknown more. They'll keep allowing people to take rights and take rights, mm-hmm. and they'll keep losing their liberty over time until and until they just can't handle it anymore. And they'll and they'll keep thinking that you know maybe there is some security here, or yeah, whatever. Because the the fear of the unknown is a is a it's a rightful fear. It's, it's hard. Your brain, it's hard for your brain to comprehend. It's, it's instinct. It's what you don't natural. know. Exactly. But then something very important is put here. A, but <laughs> he says, but when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object invents a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right And then he clarifies here, not only is it their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for the future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. That's so beautiful. It's good. Yeah. So good. Now, I mean, that's the the right and duty part is is really important there. But do you see a time when, like, when would it become our duty to, to do this? Like, when would this happen again? You know, at, at what point? Because I feel like, I mean, I feel like what we're going through right now is um, quite a bit more tyranny. I mean, maybe without like the, uh, you know, the, the death, the just death by government blatantly death by government if you, know, you ask guilty, the question you know so you say when and if when? you ask the question sooner or later i would affirm the former say that, that in that statement i i love your queen's english right there and i know that we are 
uh, reading the declaration, but say it in <laughs> normal people speak. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm Are you trying I, to channel? I don't. Well, no, I'm TJ not trying to channel right that. I'm, what I'm trying to say is I don't. I don't want to come right out and say that sooner rather than later is the option. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to say if you're going to say sooner or later, then I would affirm the former. I got to tell you, man, that's one of the biggest BS responses <laughs> I've ever heard in my whole life. Your no, line in the a, your line in the sand is when they come for your guns, because then that's you've, one of them. You've lost your last line yeah. of defense. Now I lined out my line a, a couple of weeks ago, which is if they cancel Forrest Gump, then I'm out. I'm out. That's, that's it. it. I'm protesting. That's all you can handle. That, that, that's all I can handle. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm suffering through all the other cancellations right now. If they end up telling me that they can't play Forrest Gump anymore or a Christmas story, if they do either one of those, then that's the last straw. Yeah. I'll set the, I'll set the building on fire. Then that's it. I'll do it. No, but um you know, I just wonder if anyone ever thinks about that. You know, you got your boog boys out there, all these people that are going to take over the tyrannical government. Where's that line? What is it? And maybe it's coming for the guns. I don't know. So I, I, I don't, I don't know what other than taking the guns because that is your last line of defense, really. But I mean, after the guns comes the gulags. But if they make so many things illegal that the police are coming to your house because you had an improper thermostat setting or something like that, like are you going to start shooting them when they come in, or are you just going to go into jail? Like what? What? You know, what are you going to do? Marie said if they cancel Braveheart, it's a wrap. Yeah, I would never know. <laughs> you would never if even know. If they cancel the Patriot, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But now mainly look, Forrest Gump. Th- this goes without saying that America from its founding had her faults. Mm-hmm. Obviously, slavery was a bad deal. The, fee- uh, the, 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 the three-fifths compromise, horrible. Slavery, horrible. All those things were atrocities that defied the very purpose of what they were doing. Which, by the way, the three-fifths compromise was pushed more by the North because they didn't want the South to have as many votes. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, so it's pretty it's, crazy. So we've been political since the beginning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, look, the America is not without her faults, but the foundational principles from which America was founded, she got it right. And she got it right through this Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, which laid out in essence, and I can say in, in, in a few, I guess in one sentence, what America got right the most was that individual sovereignty was supreme. And that's what we talk about on this show every single day. Everything that we talk about, all the news stories, what we believe in and life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning, all of that, you can intersectionality, break it all the way down to the sovereign individual. And that's what is ultimately supreme. And that means that Nate... As status as you are, your life matters. <laughs> Thank you, man. Right? And all the people in the live group, your life matters. Life matters. My life matters. Hashtag. All these black lives matter. That's true. All of everyone's life matters. Every single individual is has certain inalienable or unalienable, however you want to say it. They have those certain rights that are given them to by nature. They're given to them by God or whatever you believe in. They're inherent. They're implicit to your being as a person, just as a human being, they're implicit. And so God, Sam, this live group is, is hilarious. When we had to finish the show without the live but group yesterday. I, know, I, just, that was, I just immediately didn't want to do it anymore. Not I was like, fun. this sucks. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is that I think that a little gratitude and, and I'm not saying that there aren't problems that need to be fixed. There are absolutely still problems that need to be fl- fixed. 
some of the systemic racism problems, some of the 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 police brutality problems, uh, obviously taxation. The reason why we do this show is because we want people to have more freedom. So there's there's obviously lots of things that need to be fixed, but this is still the greatest country. And tomorrow we will celebrate the birth of still the greatest country known to mankind that's provided more wealth and more opportunity for more people around the globe, not just in America, but something where the foundational principles laid out the sovereignty of the individual, the fact that people are inherently valuable. And because of that, you are free to trade, you're free to interact And this, this economic system of freedom was born and that has helped more people. It has saved more lives than we could even imagine. And so the, the, the reason why I'm vehemently against organizations like the Black Lives Matter organization itself and all of these cultural Marxists and the people posting about the best-selling book of white fragility and all this Marxist nonsense is because their goal is to destroy America at its foundational core, to destroy the very structure that has provided the best opportunity for human beings that we've ever seen ever. <clears throat> and I don't disagree that there were a lot of things that were wrong during the founding times. But the foundational principles from which America has been laid were the correct ones. And individual sovereignty, individual liberty is the way that we move forward. We need to fix problems, but we don't fix problems with communism or Marxism. We fix problems by allowing people to be as free as we can possibly allow, which is ultimate freedom. Now, I tend to agree with Thomas Jefferson. I'm, I, you know, one person said, Hey, you know, I, I, I really love the podcast. I'm glad that you guys aren't complete anarchists because I think in some form of reality, we need some system of government and you can argue that point, whatever, if we can get, if we can just get back to a constitutional form of government, I think a lot, a lot of people would be a lot more happy. I think it's a good, who aim. cares, who cares what you want to talk about after that? Yeah. And I'm more than willing to have those discussions, but let's at least get back to the constitution first. And then let's go from there and go from there. Exactly. Yeah. So we could at least set, but we could set something to aim towards. I tend to agree with the founders in TJ, Thomas Jefferson, and, and agree with them that governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed to secure your mm -hmm. rights, because there has to be something in place for when your rights are violated, that you can, arbitrate some sort of um of redress of your grievances there well, has to be something there that for arbitration because w without that you're left with the mob which right you know w when something happens and you don't want and there's no protection of the minority yeah you don't want that's and that's the problem with the mob there's no protection of the individual there's no individual protection that becomes a group and whatever group has the most force over the other one is the one that wins and by the way, that makes them a government at, the, at that time. Like you still, if we don't have the U.S. government or you don't have the word government or you don't have any of this stuff, but you still have someone who has the use of force over someone else and you still have someone that arbitrates certain rules that your society has, whether it's just simply that you can't kill people or something like that and someone goes after the people that do that and punishes them in some kind of way, that, that's a government. That's, that's, that's what it is. You can use a different word if, if it makes you you know, feel, feel more like we don't have a government, but that's still what the government is. And there's going to be people who are in power somehow. We're going to elect, we're going to have representatives somehow of different areas and groups. And I think the way they set up the country was, was pretty good. It's the one, is it the longest standing constitution that a country has had? 
I'm pretty sure. So far, the greatest experiment known to me. No, I'm saying that a lot of countries have constitutions, but they don't last very long. Like they, I think so. It's a few, you know, it's a generation, and then it's what not are, there are anymore. Two hundred and sixty something years in now. Seventeen. Do the math. I can't math it that yeah. much right now. I'm not. I'm not in my math. It's a lot more scores than like what we were talking about earlier. Forty-five years or something. I don't know. Two hundred forty-four. Something like that. 244 years. Yeah. So um, anyway, regardless of what you want to say about the founders and the fact that obviously there was slavery at this time, which is what they've been using. We've been hearing this for decades now about how this was how they were eventually going to discount everything that the that the the ideas that the founders had was by making the point and putting the emphasis on the fact that they own slaves. Therefore, their words of everyone being treated equally or being created equally were not true. So you can't throw the whole thing out like that. You can't, as they say, throw the baby out with the other babies. You know, right. that's, that's what the that's how the the old Taiwanian proverb goes. Yeah. So anyway. something about smelly bathwater. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's that how it's in there somewhere. That's how it goes. But you can still fall back on this. Like you can't look back at this. Let's remove the fact that the actual people right then still had slaves and that that was disgusting. Let's remove that. And let's go back to the words and the idea behind these three paragraphs that we just wrote. Is there anything untrue about that? That people are created equal, that we're all individuals, that we are creative with well, rights. Well, I use the word men, so. Yeah. 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 That's what are you going to do? That's a, <laughs> you know, that's a classic problem of the fact that we are human beings. And, the, you know, that's kind of the, the human. It's got the word man in it. Yeah. You know, so when you say men, you're talking about mankind but that's not just men although of course women did not have the same rights either screw these guys i'm done with this declaration (laughs) man the more i think about it no i'm saying so if you remove all of the things that they did wrong and you fall back on this and say that you read this by someone who just wrote it today who was not racist (laughs) someone wrote it today could you go back to it and say well that's not what we should live live by whatsoever no you would say that sounds really good that we are born with certain rights and that we have a government so we can make sure other people don't take these rights away from us and if the government doesn't protect that anymore or they start taking the rights then we need to install a new government you know pop that government out and install a new one you know and you wouldn't really have any issues with it what's what's just kind of shrouded over this is the fact that there was slavery at that time therefore the entire ideology of america itself is soured and you've got to restart a new ideology but there's nothing wrong with these paragraphs here there's there's nothing wrong with the idea that is coming from this and we can take this and we can apply this to to right now and to our lives right now this these paragraphs right here are the basis of everything that we talk about in our opinions on politics and everything and economics every single day These three paragraphs describe the basis of our ideology for Good Morning Liberty. Now, you know, they weren't libertarians. I don't think the Libertarian Party has been failing for that long. So I don't think that they were big L libertarians or anything. But they were closer to libertarians, I think, than they were to Republicans or than they were to Democrats. These words right here, these paragraphs are, I mean, we got to put this on our website here. Because if you want to describe our ideology and our beliefs it's completely encompassed right there in, and it doesn't in take declaration it doesn't take much of a dive into uh, into history 
to understand that, including their faults, that there has never been a better time to be alive. If you look at the plight of human history, for however long that we've been alive, we have you know recorded history up to thirteen to fourteen thousand years of human beings being alive. I, I think it goes back a lot, a long time before that. But the, I mean, my God, the poorest among us in America live a life of luxury that people in 1800 could have never even dreamed about. I mean, just the, just the sheer fact that it doesn't matter what your economic status is, or your race or anything like that. You can go to an emergency room and be treated for an accident that happened or anything like that and never be turned away. I mean, just it's, you can still, it's unbelievable I, the advances that we've made. I task you to figure out how many people die of starvation in the United States. I don't mean they had a disease which caused them to not be able to eat anymore, and then they died of starvation, or they had Alzheimer's and they wouldn't eat for several weeks. And in fact, they ended I talked about dying. this. We you have know? an obesity problem yeah. in America. There's more people in the world that are obese. Not than, the world. Than our, I'm pretty sure it's the world. I don't think it's the world. I think it's the world. Huh. That well, means that I'll look it West, up. That means the West is heavily outweighing the rest of the world. Pun. Literally. There you go. <laughs> that was a good one. We'll we'll fact check that whole world statement right there. But anyway, that look up how many people are literally starving to death because they cannot find food to keep living and they end up starving to death. Try and find that number. You're not Which, by the way, that happened for the longest time in human history. For uh, most of history yes that happened yes most of it and people like god most of your kids died and you had worms and parasites and all this disgusting stuff and hell covid19 would have killed all kinds of people back in the day before we had all this viral virology you look at stuff like team endometologist exactly that's what i want to go to school is for exactly. right there is epidemiology <laughs> exactly. is what I want to go for. You do the math. But you have people that will blame people who are dying in Africa from starvation on capitalism. What, how many people, what percentage of the population was starving to death in Africa a hundred years ago, 200 years ago? What does it make any difference in the world? The fact that we created all of these amazing machines. And by the way, I'm, I'm a fan of, uh, of GMOs for crops, stuff like that. My family are farmers and I know what the yields before GMOs were and what they are afterwards. Now I know that there are downsides, but I do believe that the positives heavily outweigh the, the fact that you can get 220 bushels an acre from your corn. When you used to be able to get 45 bushels an acre from the corn is pretty important. And the fact that we've been able to build these massive machines, these combines and all this farm equipment and, and provide more than enough food for everyone to survive on. And you can look at people who are starving around the world and say that it's because of capitalism. Like if it weren't for capitalism, the people in those other countries would have would have risen up somehow. Like what's in stopping? fact, people say, look at China. Well, you know how China became successful. You know, how they stopped their people from starving to death. They took a private property ownership to farming. Yeah. Isn't that amazing that they took a capitalistic approach to farming and hundreds of millions of people stopped starving to death? It doesn't take it like, look, it doesn't take a very long look into history to realize that although America had her, has her problems and had her problems at her founding, that the foundational principles, the actual principles and the foundation, the foundational lane of America she got right 
And that's something that we should embrace and we should build upon. We should fix our problems by embracing the foundation and the principles that we were so founded upon. Yeah. That's what we should do. We it's, have a little gratitude for how far that we've come. You know, it's very difficult to build a society. Just ask the people of chop. It's very <laughs> difficult to build a country. It's very difficult to build and enhance a culture and society at large. They, they lay it out in this paragraph right here. That prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed. And it says that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. It takes a very long time, but change has never been faster than it ever has been. So I think what I'm, what I'm trying to say is I think a little gratitude can go a long way. Not that we don't have problems that need to be fixed because we absolutely do, but we should take a look at the world and be like, man, I am really glad I'm alive in 2020 and not 1774. Yeah. Back when my, most of my kids died and I lived on less than a dollar a day and I probably dealt with horrible stomach cramps due to the parasitic worms infesting me. I was probably, me. probably only going to live to the age of 40. Yeah, 40, 50 max. If I was 50, I was real old. Yeah. And my whole family farmed and most of us died. And it's like, man, you could have a little gratitude. I want to end the show by going through some of the ways that our live group is fired up, which by the way, you can join by going to patreon.com slash Liberty. Be part of the live show. Add some comments in here. We've got over 75 comments, lots of discussion going on in here. It's a lot of fun. Um, and Maurice says that he will be out this weekend, not wearing a mask, carrying his guns. He's going to be shooting fireworks, cutting hair without a license and selling hot dogs. And I'm going to add that he's going to be selling hot dogs without a permit. Yeah. Freedom right there. Magoo says that he's so fired up. He's going to go shoot some fireworks while drinking a Budweiser, or I call that bread, drinking <laughs> bread. <laughs> It's so heavy. I call Budweiser Bud Heavy. Yeah, since Bud Heavy. Bud Light and Bud Heavy. Yeah. It's also bread. It's carbs in a can. Yeah. While listening That's to what Lee, I call PBR. Lee Greenwood <laughs> on repeat. Uh, so anyway, if you guys want to know how hard it is to start a country, just ask the people of Chop. You're right. So anyway, I hope that you found this episode meaningful. And I hope that um, I hope that it does get you fired up. And I hope that, you know, embracing the th- the, the principles of liberty does get you fired up that there are actual real solutions to our problems. And those, those solutions revert back to the foundations that America was founded upon that, that individual sovereignty is supreme, that people have inalienable, inalienable rights to life, liberty, and property, the pursuit of happiness, whatever that means for you, that those are inherent to your nature, that those are un, that those are implicit to, to the fact that you are human and that we have our problems, but the way to deal with those problems is that we need to revert back to liberty, not install the Marxist revolution utopia. Exactly. I could Which is why we do this every single day. Yeah. Even on a holiday. I love it, man. I could have said it better myself. You could have, <laughs> but luckily you didn't. <laughs> so guys, go out there, shoot off some fireworks, blow up your Tannerite, fire your gun up in the air while shouting the... <laughs> Don't do that. That's not... You can shoot your gun in the air. No. Yeah, it's that's fine. That's not very good Why? thing to say. It's completely safe. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Oh. Look it up. It's science. Okay. All right. 
All right. The bullet you the bullet comes out at a certain amount of velocity. So if it goes straight up in the air, when it falls back down, it only reaches the terminal velocity that is the weight of the bullet. Now, can that terminal velocity of the weight of the bullet hurt someone? No, because it can't yes, fall. It, can. it can't fall fast enough because it isn't heavy enough, dude. If you drop a penny from like the Empire State Building, it can hurt someone. It's not true. That's a that is that is we. This is a debate. That is an old wives' tale. I think that is bad gun etiquette. I mean, it's it's surely a waste of money. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's not good economic wise. No, we'll look it up. I don't. I'm BSing right now, but it sounds true. <laughs> I don't. So I don't think that's true. a good idea. <laughs> look it up, guys. Yeah. Look up the the whole the, live group agrees with me. Status Nate. No. Well, listen. There's a reason you guys aren't called the one who knows everything there is to know <laughs> about almost everything. Okay. Listen, we're, I'm looking this up right now while shoot, we're still on the podcast. Hey, shoot the fireworks up in the air. I, I agree with that. Uh, that statement is true. Um, um, let I, me see here. Hey, shoot some blanks into the air if you want to. Uh, let me see here. But I will say do not shoot your gun into the air. I think you should shoot it at some Tannerite. Let that thing blow up. Maybe send a water heater off in the air or something like that. That would be awesome. Glenn says he agrees with you. <laughs> So now we have a debate on our hands, folks. Well, I'm going to get in while it's hot. I'm going to start with this. Uh, yeah, it says the penny dropped from a skyscraper does not have enough force to kill someone because it doesn't I didn't have, say kill. I said harm. Because it does not have a high enough terminal velocity. Okay. All right. So that's a, it's, it came up on Bing. So we know it's true. And it's the first <laughs> thing that came up. So we know that. Now let's see if it's safe. Well, maybe a bullet has some weight to it. I don't know. Maybe it's got some more weight. We'll see. But uh, anyway, I'll be out there firing my gun into the air, to the air slightly at a perfect enough angle that it won't come back down on top of me. And that will be just fine. You guys, if you're in the middle of a city, um, make sure that you have a suppressor of some kind before you fire your gun <laughs> up in the air. God so bless America. That's uh, Listen. Land that I you love. You guys come here to learn about safe gun etiquette, and this is probably the best you've ever heard <laughs> right here. Look it up before you do it, folks. That's a general rule of thumb for human beings. Look it up before you do it, okay? <laughs> we'll look this up. We'll keep talking in the live group. But hey, if you're interested in learning how to day trade in the stock market, today was one of the worst days ever because it's Friday and we weren't able to trade. It's closed. Find something that you love so much that you're disappointed when there's a holiday. Okay. That's what trading is for us. It's a disappointment yesterday, Thursday. We were like, Oh my God, this sucks. Tomorrow's a holiday because we can't trade. Okay. So find something and you might find that in trading. Maybe you'll look at the class and you'll be like, eh, this isn't really for me. I don't have the time to put into it. Uh, I don't really, I'm not good at risk of money, something like that. But even if you don't, actually trade you should still take the class to understand the markets well and stock seven charts day, stock charts are day, life anyway yeah, it's a seven day free trial if you want to understand human emotion and relationships and and everything i mean look at a stock chart it's real it, it's a real thing for sure so go go learn how to read stock charts to use a trading platform and the strategies that we use every single day in the market. We go live every single morning at 8 a.m. and tell everyone what we will be trading. That doesn't mean that you have to trade it. We're just going to say what we're going to be trading, and you can take that knowledge and use it to your liking. So if you're interested and doing that whatsoever, then go to mastermytrades.com. There's like freaking 180 videos on the website 
If anyone has completed all the videos, good job. Good job to everyone. But there's so much information. In fact, just posted we, a new one this morning. We released like three videos yesterday. Charlie just did a video um, this morning. And I mean, there's just constantly new videos going on there. Between the podcast and the class, you guys are hearing our voices or seeing our faces between 14 to 15 hours a day, probably. Yeah. And we probably more than you would actually like. Yeah. But here we are. No, that's that's what you got to do <laughs> if you want to win. Okay, so yeah. winners win, and that's why you're going to go over to MastermindTrades.com, man. Mm -hmm. And for the 4th of July holiday, there will still be a seven-day free trial through the weekend. And as soon as that free trial is over, I'm going to I'm gonna remove it, and I'm going to raise all the prices by 10% after that. Because it's actually pretty cheap. So you've got through the weekend. Now, if you're already in the class, you are grandmother then okay i don't want to be sexist here right. all right your grandmother then to the class at the current rate don't worry about it you sign up this weekend y'all okay y'all go sign up this weekend because the class price is about to go up so y'all go ahead and go on over there man all right go ahead Do with it. your go ahead with your patrons all right so y'all celebrate the fourth of july celebrate uh you know shoot off some fireworks have some fun this weekend it, you know have some gratitude that the fact that we still live in the greatest country ever known to man listen to lee greenwood if you want to whatever it is sam here just keeps agreeing with nate so he can get some free merch which is absolutely ridiculous <laughs> he's just trying to get the merch that he paid for still <laughs> <laughs> um so you can't just agree with one person and get free merch all right <laughs> i control the merch and i say nay Sam, but you can have the merch that you paid for. But anyway, go celebrate America this weekend. And please, if you found this uh, this episode meaningful, which I know that you did, so please share it with someone. Share it with a friend. Share it with a foe. Leave us that rating and review. And if you guys do all of that, we'll be back again on Monday. I hope you have a good weekend celebrating the 4th of July, America's birthday, and a good morning, Liberty. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing.